Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 373 and session number 115 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday. And if you guys are brand new listeners, I want to welcome you to your first Ask Scott session, maybe. There's 115 of them after today that I've done, and that's 115 weeks, which is pretty crazy that I've been doing it that long. But you guys that are longtime listeners, you guys know this is one of the highlights of my week. I love listening to your questions and doing my best to give you some feedback, some advice, as if we were in that coffee shop together and uh, yeah, just talking business. So I want to remind you guys, if you have any questions that you want me to uh, to feature here on an Ask Scott session, just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. And uh, you can do that. You can ask a question there. All I ask of you is to include your first name, where you're tuning in from maybe, and just a brief question. And I'll do my best to air it on an upcoming Ask Scott session. Now, as you guys know, I always love to give you guys my thoughts of the week, right? Or kind of like what's on my mind, what's kind of what's kind of happening in Scott's mind this week. Well, this week is all about customer service. And I I've I've said this in the past and I'm going to say it again, like customer service is huge, like very, very huge, like big, like massive. Like I don't think businesses realize how important customer service is. And I realized this just from going through my local Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks or, uh, you know, maybe a restaurant and having a waiter or a waitress come up and greet us, or maybe the greeter at the front. Like I said to my wife the other night, I'm like, if I was to go back in time and if I could have done something for like a year, it would have been to go into restaurants undercover and really grade them on how well their customer service is. And if they have the right people at the right spot in the business, because there's some people just aren't, they aren't greeters. Like they're not the ones that should be greeting your customers. It's, it's something that seems so simple, but people don't realize the power in that. We had a waitress the other night who came up to us, didn't smile, barely acknowledged everything. And we're very polite. We're like, oh, thank you. Uh, you know, uh, you know, could, could we have that please? Um, hey ma'am, uh, you know, we like, we, we try to be extra, extra like friendly cause that's the type of people we are. And from there you usually get that kind of feedback. And this was like stone faced, like nothing, no emotion, no nothing. And man, oh man, that really just, it kind of grinded my gears because I'm sitting there and I'm listening to what she's doing and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, she's really working for a tip. Like we all know waitresses and waiters, they don't get paid like the regular wage. They get, they get tips and I'm a pretty good tipper. Like I'm always 20% or more. That's just the way I roll. I like to, to reward the, the, the people that treat me well. And I know that they're working hard and, uh, you know, it, it just comes back to that. So Anyway, I'm not going to go on a huge rant here, but I could, but I won't here today just because I want to make sure that we, we can get into these questions, but understand that, you know, the smallest little things sometimes can make a huge difference, even when it comes to your Amazon customers or your e-commerce business and those customers, by the way that you communicate with them, follow up with them and actually care makes a huge difference. And I think the the subtle things, like you putting in your email that you're a small local business maybe, or a family-owned business, if you are, of course, you know, don't make things up. But those little subtle things make a huge difference. I've had so many people that email me back and go, Scott, or Lisa, or whoever's emailing uh, through our company, it's kind of like, wow, I can't believe that you actually responded to my email and it's not just an automated thing. 
Like it just, it goes so far when you do that and then people want to help you. So this week, customer service. Just think about customer service and also I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to a restaurant if you go to a restaurant or maybe go to get your coffee, whatever, and grade those people in your own mind. How well did they do? Would you give them an A plus? Would you give them an F? I would have gave this lady a, gosh, I would have gave her below an F. It was terrible. I was I was really, really upset, to be honest with you, just because it's so simple and so many people don't get it. So even the, the, the manager should have known this. But anyway, um, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and jump in here. I want to remind you guys the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 373. Show notes, transcripts, all the links will be there for you guys. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's get rocking and rolling here. What do you say? Let's go ahead and listen to today's first question and I'll give you my answer. Uh, hello, Scott. My name is Jay. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I really appreciate all of your content, really helpful and useful. I have a quick question here about selling a private level product from YouTube. So I have a friend of mine with a YouTube channel. He has a lot of sub- sub- subscribers, 500,000 subscribers, had a lot of views. He has 50 million views in one of his videos and a lot of views on the others. The channel is growing, growing really well. Basically, what he does is uh, putting bass boosted songs on his videos, just the songs, like a mix, a mix with, of songs with the bass boosted, and he puts a picture on it. That's all he does. It has a big fan base now. It has been working really well for him. So we came with this idea of selling a private label product. And we have ideas of some products you want to sell. Uh, I've listened to some of, of some of your podcasts. I have an idea of what, how to uh, create this product. But basically what we want to know is how do we go from now? Should we just like place the product with a link uh, to Amazon at the end of the YouTube page or maybe create a Facebook page, an Instagram page? We have an idea. We want to do all of this, but basically what we want is just some tips on how to go from here. How do we like... Um, uh, make this working really well we're really motivated and we think we have like uh, a chance of a potential here with this youtube page we want to get some money growing in this page uh, he has been uh, really interested in this idea and i told him about amazon fba and then the potential he has with all of this fan base he got so um that's it thank you scott i hope you get back to me soon with this uh, have a great day and take care brother bye Hey, Jay, thank you so much for the question, and I love what's happening here for you, and I love the way that you guys are thinking. Now, what we're talking about here is you having an influencer already created, someone that has this reach, and they're not even really utilizing that. This goes for anybody out there right now. You may be a listener and you may have been, you know, you may have been in this business for a long time. Maybe you're a blogger, maybe you're a podcaster, maybe you're just someone that's a content creator and you have some type of audience. If you're not leveraging that audience or that reach, shame on you. You should be doing that. Now, in this case, you know, you've kind of aligned yourself with someone. They're not really aware of what you can do. You are. So that's a great partnership, and we've talked about partnerships before and when they work, when they don't work. In this case, it sounds like this could work for both of you because you have the knowledge and uh, and all of the skills to actually do the Amazon FBA thing and 
even your own e-commerce stuff and probably build out your own little sales funnel and all that stuff. Like that's kind of you, right? His thing or her thing is whatever. I, I didn't catch if it was a he or a she. It doesn't matter. The person that's the influencer, all their job is, is to really just keep being the influencer, like keep building up, you know, the audience and the goodwill and the relationship and all of that stuff. And then it's pretty much going to be easy for you to be able to go out there and either ask what they want or just put certain offers out there in front of them and see what they respond better to. And a great way that you guys could do this and really test products before you actually create your own product is just sign up for Amazon's associates program, become an affiliate in a sense. You'll make four to 6%. I don't even know if they do 8% anymore. Four to 6%, let's say. And let's say that you just, you know, review a product of, of some kind that you're thinking about that you think you might be able to private label down the line. And then you see what the, you know, what the response is. You see what people say, what they like, what they don't like, or you just see the sales numbers and you're like, oh, cool. Like we sold a hundred of these just by doing a little, a little YouTube, uh, you know, live or uh, Facebook live, whatever you're doing. And we seen the response and we're like, holy cow, like we only made four or 6%. Okay, that's fine. But what if that was our own product? Man, we could do 30, 40, 50% or even more depending on your margins. So that's a way to test products very quickly. You guys hear that? I just snapped my fingers like really quickly. Like you can, you can literally do that like today, like depending on what market you're going to go into. And I don't know what kind of influencer they are and what kind of market you're in, but whatever that is, that's what you want to start building products around. So this way here, you can kind of start to test You might also even want to do a video or have them do a video asking questions and getting feedback on like, hey, you know, I know that you guys like cooking like I do. What's the what's the one thing in your kitchen you wish you had that was better than what you have right now? Or what is, you know, how many of you are frustrated with your blender because it, you know, it doesn't doesn't blend that well, or you don't have the right tools to, to, I don't know, I'm making stuff up here. You get what I'm saying, right? You put the thing out there and then you say, how would you make this better? Would you prefer it to be this, this, or this? And then get feedback from that. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do. The first thing that I thought of though, the very first thing that I thought of, and again, if we're sitting down having this cup of coffee, which ironically right now I am having that cup of coffee. So, um, cheers. Uh, but What I would say is the first thing I would do is also probably figure out what I can offer them in exchange for their email address. I would start building a list, an email list in that particular market. So again, we go down to the phishing example and it's funny, um, I had a a, a listener, actually one of our students and a friend now uh, who... um, uh, he, he said, he goes, hey, Scott, you know, I know you use this fishing analogy a lot of times with the bass fishing and stuff. And, uh, you know, I just want to let you know, I don't know if you're if you're faking that you don't really know or you do know, but just want to let you know that, you know, we don't use lures in uh, or leaders in uh, in uh, bass fishing. And honestly, guys, um, I wasn't making that up. I have no idea. Like I fish a little bit, but I'm not at all a hardcore fisher, uh, a fisherman. So um, that's my bad. But uh, I never said I was a pro fisherman, actually. But uh, anyway, the cat's out of the bag. I am not. So that was legit. Like, I had no idea what you use for bass fishing other than, um, you know, I would put like a spinner on or something. I don't know. So let's let's go back to what we were initially talking about. So let's say that you were 
you know, you had an audience and your YouTube channel was all around, you know, fishing and you haven't done anything with this. Well, then you could do like five tips to catch more, you know, fish this, this weekend or five tips to catch more bass this weekend or whatever it is. Right. Uh, and then you can give that away as a PDF, very easily to, easy to create, or maybe even it's a video series because now that you're doing video on YouTube, maybe you create five videos that you don't post on YouTube or you keep them private and then you give people links to those as people opt in you know, and, and join your email list. So I would be doing kind of probably both of those. I'd be doing the email capture like right away and I'd be doing offers with affiliate offers through Amazon to start to test products before I would even launch the product. That'd be a way for you to really test things and start building a list in that market. So hopefully that helped you. Also, anyone else that's listening, if you're not understanding the power of finding someone or yourself, this could be yourself. You know, I always tell people, look at what you're good at and maybe you could be that influencer. Maybe you're okay with being on camera. Maybe you're already teaching something, but you're not teaching it online. Uh, you know, I've got a friend of mine who teaches at a local college, you know, for electricians. Like, you know, if he wanted to, which I've told him this, but he just, he's not motivated enough to want to do it, I guess, or just doesn't care. I said, you could be teaching that online and then having people from all over the world do that, not just 30 people that sign up for the fall semester. But anyway, so if you have that kind of ability or you, you think you know someone that does, that could be a great partnership, and I think that is the direction we all should be moving moving forward. Uh, I just had someone on, actually, episode 372, the episode before this, the landscaper uh, that that started out with nothing really, tested a bunch of products, failed a bunch of times, and then said, you know what, I'm going to go all in, and then he found a product, actually a few products that are doing really well, but one of his things that he really seen work was going out, finding a YouTuber, and then having that YouTuber use the product. And then from there, the sales just started coming in, the traffic started coming in, and now he's going to go out and reach, you know, 25 more influencers or people in his space. But that influencer could be you or someone you know if you have that connection. So really, really powerful stuff here. Definitely stuff we're going to be focusing on. I'm going to be doing more around that myself personally. We already got some things that we're working on behind the scenes a little bit in this new brand because we're really going to be able to test all of this influencer kind of face to a brand type stuff in this new brand. So I'm really excited about that. So anyway, let's wrap this up. You are definitely sitting on a great opportunity. I want you to report back to me. Email me, scott at theamazingseller.com. I want to hear what you do, how it works. And um, yeah, I just want you to keep me posted on that. And anyone else for that matter, if you have anything like this that you're doing currently, share it with me. I'd love to hear more about it. And I'd also possibly like to let other people uh, you know, podcast listeners, you guys know more about it as well, because I think this is powerful, powerful stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and move on now. Let's go ahead and listen to today's second question, and I'll give you my answer. Let's do this. Hey, Scott. I'm new to the FBA world here, um, just going through the uh, research phase of it all. I First off, I'd like to say, you know, great, uh, great podcast. This is, uh, came across your page here. Um, and it's exactly what I needed to kind of push me over the edge to, uh, continue with, uh, an FBA business. Um, just a quick question. You've probably answered it in one of your many, uh, podcasts, but, um, would you recommend, uh, a freight forwarder, um, you know, ordering right from Alibaba to a freight forwarder, and then they kind of send it to 
uh, Amazon. As far as I, as far as I know, that's how it works. Um, would you recommend that? Uh, and if so, um, do you have any, uh, opinions or, or any thoughts about a freight forwarder? Uh, that'll be it. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for the question. And I got your name from the email, but please guys leave your first name. I've said this before time and time again, please just do that for me, your name and maybe where you're tuning in from. That would be awesome. All right. So yeah, this is going to be a quick one. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about this before, but anyone that is new or maybe even just thinking about this, like right now, like, like, do I really need a freight forwarder or do I just want to handle all of that logistical stuff myself? Get a freight forwarder. Like I just, I know just from a lot of people that I've worked with and also, you know, people in, in a partnership that I have right now that, you know, freight forwarding is definitely going to be money well spent. They're going to handle everything from the time it gets picked up from the factory to the time it lands in Amazon. They are going to handle all that stuff. You don't have to worry about it. Now you would probably be asking, well, who do you recommend? Well, it's a great question. And recently, I had uh, the owner from Flexport on and uh, kind of went through the entire, like, kind of how that whole brand got started, but also, like, you know, all of the ins and outs of freight forwarding. Um, and they're just a great, great company. I actually, uh, actually, Michael reached out to me from the company, and that's how I initially got in contact with Flexport. And uh, yeah, great guy too. I met him out in Seller Summit. So they're a good company. That's the other thing I really want to highlight here. They're a good good company. And for a little while there, they weren't even accepting new customers because they had such an influx of new customers that they wanted to kind of get things built out before they over, you know, oversold really like their, their services. So I really respected them for that. But now they are currently, you know, accepting new customers. I would recommend Flexport. That's where I would go for freight forwarding. Uh, it's pretty much a done for you service in a sense where they also let you see exactly where it is like in transit, you know, inside of their, of their portal. So I would definitely say Flexport. Uh, we do have a special setup with those guys and you can head over to the amazing forward slash flex. And you can, uh, you can go ahead and take advantage of that and learn about all of their services there. Yes, I am affiliated with them. I do get, uh, you know, a small commission from them. If you do go through them, no cost to you, of course, that will buy me a cup of coffee, as you guys have heard me say before. But uh, again, whether you use my link or not, great service. I highly recommend them. They're good people. Uh, so I would say definitely, definitely use a freight forwarder and Flexport would be the one that I would choose. Uh, so that's my recommendation for that. And really not much more to say than if you are going to be using C, definitely use a freight forwarder. If you're going to use air, I would say you could just reach out to like DHL, UPS, and they can handle all of that for you. That's what I've done. It's worked really well for me. DHL, I mean, knock on wood here. I'm going to knock on wood. Uh, it's, it's been really, really, or they've been really, really good and it's been pretty much seamless. So, um, DHL air is what I've always used. Uh, I would recommend doing that. The one thing I would definitely make sure though, is make sure that the company that you are contacting your manufacturer, make sure that they're cool with you having DHL do it for them or for you. And also maybe ask if you can use their DHL account because a lot of times you'll get better rates if you go through their DHL account. So a little side tip there for you. But I, I know that Flexport will do air as well, but 
I would say uh, air you can probably do on your own. Uh, it's pretty easy, but anything by sea, definitely, definitely freight forwarder. So that's what I got to say on that, all right? So definitely go check out that resource if you're interested. It's all linked up on the resources page too if you guys wanna check out any of the any of the tools or any of the services that I have either been in contact with or used myself, uh, they're all on the resources page. So theamazingseller.com forward slash resources. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to one more question for today. I'll give you my answer. We'll wrap this up and you guys can get rocking and rolling into your weekend or into your week, depending on when you're listening to this and we can get out there and start taking action. What do you say? Let's do this. Hi, Scott. My name's Josh. I had a question in regards to ClickFunnels. Um, so I do have multiple brands. I was curious, multiple brands and websites, I'm sorry. So if I use ClickFunnels, would I be able to use one ClickFunnels accounts for all my brands and all my websites? Or do I need to get multiple ClickFunnels accounts, one for each website? Is there a limit to how many you can have on each account? Um, I was just trying to figure out that from a cost perspective for myself, because um, looking into that for a website, I would love to hear from you. As mentioned, it's Josh from New Jersey. Thanks, Scott. Hey, Josh, thank you so much for the question. And anyone that's listening is like, what the heck is ClickFunnels? ClickFunnels is basically a tool that allows you to build sales funnels, which is basically pages, like a website in, in a sense, but it allows you to connect these pages together. So for example, if you were going to set up a little sales funnel that could maybe capture someone's email, and then after that, send them to a thank you page, and then maybe give them a 25% off discount or something like that. That would be like a little mini baby funnel. You could have more some that are more elaborate that once you start doing e-commerce, you'll probably want to do. So that would be like, you know, maybe uh, opt in to get a discount, then they opt in to get a discount on the thank you page, you have another offer, and then if they don't accept that offer, you can do what we call a downsell, or you can actually do, if they actually take the first offer, you can do an upsell. So there's a lot of different things you can do by all of these pages that you can create with inside of ClickFunnels. So just kinda wanted to give a little recap on that. We've actually created some resources using ClickFunnels because we actually use them ourselves. Uh, so we have some resources, actually some pre-built funnels for you guys if you decide to use ClickFunnels. Um, and you can find that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash funnels. That'll take you there. I believe there's a trial period. You can uh, you can check that out. And then just email us, support at theamazingseller.com. And uh, we'll go ahead and make sure you get hooked up with those. But anyway, to answer the question about you know multiple brands with one account, is it possible? Yes. Do I advise it? Not really. Um, and the reason is, is because it, it'll just get a little bit messy. Uh, so I would like to separate those. And for a basic account, we're talking like 97 bucks a month as of right now. So for a business, like that's like all you need, right? So it's 97. Now, if you're going to use their email uh, capture or not capture their autoresponder system, they have a thing called Actionetics, like all of this other stuff, which you don't necessarily need when you're starting. You can connect that. You could connect them with uh, a Weber or MailChimp or ConvertKit or any of those other ones. Uh, but uh, the basic is 97 bucks, and that'll get you a lot um, for that. Um, and really, if you have multiple brands, I would advise like doing multiple accounts for those. That's just how I like it. I like to keep things separate. Again, it's like same thing with a business expense. It's like 97 bucks for this brand, 97 bucks for this brand, right? It's like kind of like it keeps things clean. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. You totally can do it. You can create your own 
domain name in GoDaddy, and then you can have that redirected to your pages. It's just then your pages would have to be either masked or, and I don't even know how to do this. Chris Schaefer's, you know, the brains behind this, but then you can actually have it redirect over to, you know, the, the one domain. So it looks as though it, everything's on that domain. You're not seeing the whole long, ugly link that ClickFunnels will give you. So that's all possible, but I don't like doing that. Um, I don't currently do that. I do multiple ClickFunnels accounts, and that's what we have. I think right now we have like four. Uh, so uh, yeah, I recommend breaking that up. Um, that was just my personal my personal take. But again, you can do multiple brands into one ClickFunnels account. To me, it just gets a little bit messier. Um, so I would keep them separate, all right? So uh, hopefully that answered your question. And again, if you guys are like totally lost on this whole like funnel thing and kind of like how to build your email list, we've done a full workshop totally free that you can check out by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. And at this time, I don't even believe there's an email opt-in to get access to that. I think it's just a replay that's up there. Um, at least the time that I'm recording this, it is, and it probably will be. Um, so you can just go there, watch it, totally free, go check it out, and you'll see exactly how we've built a launch list using, uh, you know, kind of kind of like what you can do in ClickFunnels too, but you can also use Giveaway Boost, which is a plugin that we created. But it, the concept is, and, and, you know, really the parts is really you need a landing page, for the front end of it, you need a thank you page, and then you need to connect that into an autoresponder. And I know, guys, if that sounds all like foreign, um, you need to go watch that that workshop because it'll it'll clear it all up. You'll start to understand the language. You'll also understand the components. Um, whether you you know purchase ClickFunnels or Giveaway Boost or any of these other tools, you don't have to to understand how it works. I think it's under to understand how it works is really what I want you to get here. Because once you understand that, you build this, and then you can keep driving traffic through it. And then you can start to test and tweak the sales funnel itself. And I just love, I love this stuff. I just love talking about, you know, like the whole process and how we can build something and then just start to find traffic that's related and that's targeted and then start driving them into a funnel that educates them, but also gives them offers and all of that fun stuff. So anyway, go check that out. Theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. All right. And like I said, all the resources that I talk about are going to be on the show notes page. They're also on the resources page, which is theamazingseller.com forward slash resources. All right. And everything will be there. And then just the last thing is, is our little reminder here is uh, we have the show notes at uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash 373. And everything will be linked up there for you. And one last little reminder Depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this the the day that it's aired or even a week after that, we are doing a North Carolina meetup, unofficial meetup, meaning there's nothing really planned other than we're going to get together for, I don't know, four hours, hang out, have some coffee, meet each other, talk a little shop, and just hang out. Uh, We're going to do that in North Carolina. Uh, If you want more information about that, it's actually June 23rd, and that's going to be at 4 o'clock p.m., Eastern, uh, because we're in North Carolina, and it's going to be at a little local coffee shop here. So if you want to attend that, totally free to attend, by the way, um, and then you're in the area, uh, just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash NC, and that will direct you to the events page that we posted up on Facebook. And uh, yeah, we've already let the coffee shop know that we're going to be having some people coming in. And uh, yeah, we're just going to be hanging out, having some coffee and meeting uh, other fellow TASers and just, you know, having a blast. So yeah, we'd love to have you there. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode of Ask Scott. 
As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Say it with some energy today. Do it for me. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.